selfish ambitions. This is a part of the For Your Entertainment series. Dear Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come to you now on behalf of myself or whoever else is struggling to let go of the old man to be transformed into a new creature. Galatians chapter 5 talks about the flesh and the spirit. The television promotes everyone to live for the flesh. It starts at chapter 19. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, adultery, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissension, division, verse 21, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these, let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. I repeat, verse 21, enviness, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these, let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. In this episode, we will be discussing selfish ambition. Many don't know that if you go after your own selfish desires, it will not bear fruit for the kingdom of God. There is only two true ways to live in life. It's for the Lord or the world. The world has conditioned generations before us to lean onto our own desires, go after what we want and our own comforts and not trust God. When we are walking in Christ, he said that he never said that it would be easy and that everyone will love you. The world we live in are lovers of themselves only. The media is always pushing and promoting a new product to tempt us to buy it. Living for the world will never leave you content. You will always crave more because it's never enough. First Timothy chapter six, verse nine, but people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge in, plunge them into ruin and destruction. Verse 10, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. The media that we have today promotes money and fame. They have conditioned us into believing money is power. Truth is, Christ is power. As believers, we must allow the Lord to examine our hearts daily to see if we are truly for him or if we're trying to live for the world and for Christ or not Christ at all. The times we're living in today have been written about throughout the New Testament in reference to the last days. Many will be led astray, become lovers of themselves and rebel against our heavenly father. Found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7 to the end of the chapter. I encourage you guys to read it. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, starting at 7. I encourage you guys to read it on your own time and allow the Lord to speak to your heart. God has been calling us to walk with him daily. 
Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 reads, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my followers, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross, and follow me daily. If we are spending time on social media, watching TV, overeating, shopping all the time, spending time on our appearance, that shows that we are not, we're putting the flesh over God. God has all the answers we will ever need in his word. The question is for us, what is God calling us to do? If you are praying for God's will to manifest in your life, first things first, do as he says do. And don't seek the advice of others because they are not our God. We all should have a personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. If you don't seek Him, if you don't seek Him now, today is a great time to begin. Tomorrow isn't promised to us, but in Christ, we have a promise of to have eternal life. If we believe that He died on the cross for our sins and live for Him. God has called me out of the land of today's Egypt, out of the house of bondage to be a part of his holy nation. Before I moved, God led me to Matthew 24, reminded me of the current times we are in, told me to highlight where it says not to return for a coat. My spirit was dying in my hometown. No one was interested in Jesus. They only wanted to gossip, backbite, and curse. I have always had a deep love and compassion for Christ from a very young age based on the things that he saved me from. God has brought me through so much. I went through a time of living for myself over God. It left me and my life being filled with vices to maintain daily activities. Vices that have a negative effect that had a negative effect on my body, mind and spirit. My mom chose her drug addiction over taking care of her children. We suffered as a result. She continued to go deeper and deeper into sin. She regrets it now. God, however, tried to call her out. She did not want to come out with the truth and decided to stay in her sin. Mine was, I put work over God. I was under the impression like Apostle Paul that I was serving the Lord. But I was living in sin because I was not surrendering to the Lord's will. I still had temptation all around me. That was my own version of serving the Lord, though. It wasn't pleasing him, only pleasing myself and the people I had around me. The Lord had other plans for me. Being a single mom isn't the Lord's will. I chose to be a single mom because of my past hurts and fear God has a higher calling on my life to one day be a wife and a mother up until now I chose my own way throughout life my decisions changed that led me down one dark path after another working long hours led to depression I wasn't seeing that had a result of not seeing no end in sight at that time I felt stuck it was like running the same wheel over and over with added drama. Also, that I didn't have to face the many, many, many past hurts in my life. I was used as a hush baby. 
the crack baby that was treated as a sex doll for six men, for sick men and my mother. My mother exploited me to make money so she can go and get high. One secret after the next, my mom and granny used me to murder one person apiece, all for me for money. Neither of them have any of those possessions today. I never desired to be evil. I said a prayer to God at four years old, wanting to one day move away from my family and never, ever, ever look back and to be separated from their evil, wicked, disgusting ways. God finally answered my prayer at the age of 32 years old. I have since moved so far away, they will have to make a trip out of it. A year and a half later, no visits, just them praying on my downfall while they sit and continue to live in sin. God have been able to use me in ways that I've never been used by him before in my life. He is also leading me into full-time ministry. I accepted the call from the Lord to pack up my things, don't even to return for a cult, and to follow the Lord. However, I cannot do the world, the Lord's work alone. I seeked his face for almost 10 years, waiting on God to bless me and to help me get out, break free from generational curses, the suicidal and homicidal thoughts, the schizophrenia, the bipolar, you name it. I was listed as all of those things. But because of the power of God, I don't need any medication. And for so long, my family tried to label me as being the crazy lady in the shoe so that their stories didn't get exposed. Too bad their plan didn't work. I'm not a crackhead and I'm not on drugs and I'm clean from alcohol because of the Lord's grace over my life. And I give him the glory without the help of my family. He also told me that he was, and I, he, he told me who my husband was. I reached out to him and there was no response. I was rejected once again by the same 24 year old man who's now 52 going on 53 that took my 53 going on 54 that took my virginity at three years old because he was sick. He paid my mom tons of money to keep her high while she watched and sometimes joined us having sex. From the ages of three until 11, he would come over and have sex with me for hours and my family approved of the whole thing. I never wanted to be pimped out by my mother. He came and made a difference, but he had his own problems. He has let me down each time, promised me that we would be together, but puts himself over God. He brought God into my life, but caused so much turmoil in the process. He doesn't want to face me with the truth. He would rather live in sin until he dies. And that's totally fine with me. So I asked you, Lord, where does that leave me? You told me to reach out and I did. He was supposed to be my husband from the very beginning in the eyesight of you, Lord. But I'm left here 
and seeing the truth about my family and him. Lord, I chose to follow you here. No matter what anyone thinks, we are to walk with the Lord daily. Throughout the Bible, God's children don't God throughout the Bible, God's children don't say don't stay still. Each and every person mentioned in the Bible have had to move because God gave them a promise for each individual each place that God sent a person. There was persecution in some areas, but there were some places where God ended up raining blessings beyond blessings for the for his children. God has answered so many prayers for me in my life and for the others that I'm around now. They have prayed for me to be here, not prayed for me to one day die or to be a crackhead or to not be around, but to be around just to sit there and, and be fake. God has brought me out of sexual, physical, emotional, and mental abuse. When he called me, he knew everything about me. He didn't care. God equipped me for a purpose to worship and adore him from the very beginning. Living for myself led me down a path of utter destruction, constantly living in depression and fear with no end in sight. The way to overcome our selfish ambitions is to be willing to surrender to God's will fully. First thing to do is to repent. We are called to be a part of the body of Christ. Lord, I humbly ask that you will equip us to carry out your will for our lives. You have you have called us here, Lord, for a purpose. Thank you for being a mighty God. Thank you for bringing me through the worst storms in my life. Thank you for always being there for me, loving me through it all. Acts chapter 2 verse 38 reads, Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Repentance in Christ is the bread and butter. It is our bread and butter. In the world, there's always a bread and butter, which is money. But in Christ, it is repentance. Being willing to turn away from our sinful nature, to cling on to his teachings and to his ways and his thoughts. For his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. Without repentance, you're only putting on a face for the world. Repentance turns us away from our sinful nature and turns us back to Christ. There is a reason the enemy uses television to promote sinful ways. It keeps us weak. It keeps us distracted from God. The world promotes a new age Christianity that keeps us conformed to the world and having a little knowledge about Christ. Entertainment should never come between your relationship with Christ under no circumstances. Many of us, myself included, struggle to let go of the sinful ways of the flesh. Deep down, I always wanted to be a famous dancer. I danced my whole life. I started sewing my doll's clothes at nine and doing hair at 16. I believe I have, I had what it takes. It was natural to me. However, 
The dances on television taught me to worship Satan, causing men and women to lust after me, causing division in my life between Christ and Satan. I was living lukewarm. I always wanted God, but I liked by but I was liked by many because of my dancing. Those dance moves I later learned they don't produce fruit for the kingdom of God. They they kept my physical body in shape, but my spirit starving. I always put my appearance before God. I felt the need to wear nice clothes and keep my hair done because I'm a hairstylist. I started off very young doing hair. It's bondage though. You can't easily, you can easily become a slave to who you see in the mirror. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are created in the image of God. For years, I struggled in silence with my appearance. Others around me loved it, but I sat in depression trying to fit the mold of the world. My image kept me lukewarm. I spent time arguing with others over the word of God. I was finding myself arguing with people who had never read the full Bible and chose not and chose not to live according to his word. It was a constant back and forth. Being lukewarm isn't an easy task. Many struggle between family, friends, and earthly comforts. My advice to all is live by God's word and his word alone. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 through 10. Don't waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Instead, train yourself to be godly. Verse 8. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better promising benefits in this life and the life to come. Verse 9, this is a trustworthy saying and everyone should accept it. Verse 10, this is why we work hard and continue to struggle for our hope is in the true is in the true living God who is the savior of all people and particularly of all believers. I remember spending hours in the gym with no results. Once I surrendered to God, he showed me the physical weight I was carrying had a spiritual attachment. I was hurting from my past in need of healing. I felt so far gone, there was no hope for me, I believe. It wasn't until November 22, 2012, God reached out his hand to me and changed my life for the better. And day by day, I saw transformation happening right before my eyes, and there were times I took it for granted. For the for the many of us, for many of us struggling between flesh and spirit, God has an answer for you in His Word. Matthew chapter twenty six verse forty one. Keep watch and pray, so that you will not give into temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. It's important to seek the Lord's will and fight to keep him in your life. It's worth the fight. Remember to put living for Christ over everything and God will always lift you out. He will always love you, provide, protect, bless, and keep you. Father, I humbly ask that you will help us to step out of the darkness into your marvelous light. Help us to spread love, joy, and peace and not hate, drama, and chaos. Help us to be a part of the solution and not the problems. This I ask in Jesus' name that 
you will permeate our hearts with your Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus. This I ask that in Jesus' name that you will prepare our hearts and minds, Lord, to receive Christ into our lives. Help us to turn from the wicked ways of this world and making everything about ourselves, Lord. Everybody wants to be seen. Me, me, me. But Christ's work is being ignored. For Lord, you have said it in your word that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Lord, if you don't have anyone else available, you can use me. No matter where you send me, no matter where I go, I will trust and obey you, Lord. For you have helped me to repent, to surrender to your will. And there is no way that I desire to live for the world any longer. The world does not owe me anything. My family doesn't owe me anything. None of the previous things that I've done in my past owe me anything. I give it all to you, Lord Jesus. I'm casting my cares upon you, Lord, for you care for me. Help me to be delivered fully from the burden of sin and the bondage of this, the bondage of sin, the ways of this world, and the things that try to keep us conformed. Help me, Father, to not feed into the negativity. Help me to not think of evil, wicked things. Help me to forgive. Help me to be forgiven, Father. Help me to overcome. And Lord, I'm not just speaking for myself. I'm speaking for everyone. But this is a plea to anyone that is not looking to surrender to God's will. Do it today. The world don't owe you anything. One day, this whole entire planet will be destroyed. And with your flesh as well. And one day, whether you decide that you want to or not, God said it and he means it. He is a man of his word. If he says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord, that's what he means. And that day is going to come. And I pray that in Jesus' name, that Father, you will have mercy on the ones that are not looking to serve you because they want to have their money. They're looking to serve manna and not you. Father, I pray that you will give us the courage and that you will give us resources to break free from generational curses, to break free from liars and backbiters and cursers and murderers and, and molesters and adulterers. I pray that, Father, you will shine a light in the midst of the darkness in our lives, Lord Jesus. Help us to stop being so selfish with our money and with our time. For these are things, money will always be there, but time won't. And we just don't know when you're going to come. And we don't know when is our end date. And I pray that in Jesus' name, Lord. This is a message for the ones that are choosing their jobs, their homes, their spouses, their family, their friends, everything over you. I pray that you'll help them to submit to your will. And that not only submit to your will, but also share their testimony. For we all have one. Many of us have suffered in the dark. And Lord, I pray that you will help us 
to spread your un, your un, your unconditional agape love for Lord. Unconditional and agape means the same thing, by the way. And Lord, I just pray that in Jesus' name, Lord, you will teach us the right way. For many of us were brought into this world, taught the customs of this world, and we were not taught about Christ. I pray that, Lord, you'll give us an opportunity. I pray that, Lord, you will raise up more teachers, more preachers, more evangelists, Father God, and help us to be separated from the false prophets. For, Lord, there is no new prophecies. Everything is in your word. And if they're saying something that's outside of your word, then it has nothing to do with us, Lord Jesus. Help us to repent if we have been a false prophet or teacher. We all make mistakes. Help us to be broken free from religion. Help us to be broken free from conformity. Help us to be broken free from what everyone else thinks we how we should live. And help us to live for you. And this I ask in Jesus' name, Lord, that you will strengthen us, that you will equip us, and that you will give us the words to say in each situation that we are in. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.